In fact, isn't Milwaukee an Indian name? Yes, Pete, it actually is. Actually, it's pronounced Milwaukee, which is Algonquin for the good land. Hello, and welcome to episode 183 of Under the Cowl of MS. Little Alice Cooper quote from a classic movie called Wayne's World. We're going to have a little bit of comics, a little bit of MS. And we're going to start out with the comic portion. Speaking of Milwaukee, I checked out the Blue Flame number one. This is done by Vault Comics. Basically, an ordinary guy invents a fuel, some specialty type of fuel. And then he makes a suit to contain and use the fuel. And ends up traveling to an unknown part of the universe and meets some highly intelligent beings that are putting him on trial. Basically a trial to decide whether or not Earth will... By the way, this is all spoilers and stuff. There's <laughs> a lot of deep spoilers in here. As usual, I never really pay attention to how deep I get into the comics. I just talk about them and some things go a little too deep into the issue and stuff. But anyways, they're being, he's being judged. He's taking the judgment for our planet and what he has done and does will depend on whether or not we will still have a planet in the near future. Uh, Basically, after he runs into these entities and their planet and universe and stuff, there's a flashback to the his earlier days back in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, a time when he was part of the Night Brigade. Uh, and they had to go to like a signing session at some type of con type thing or some type. Of, I think it actually was like a car show event at the Milwaukee Center. Uh, and the five night per day characters were set up to go there and do some interviews and signings. Uh, Blue Flame is. One of the members, some other members are the feet, uh, F-E-A-T, Swift Bird, Thea, T-H-E-I-A-X, and the Crimson Visage, all characters I've never heard of before, so I'm assuming this is a new grouping, but it was... Highly interesting. I liked, I bought it because it was going back to, it had origins with Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So anything in Wisconsin, I'll, I'll give it a shot, see how the storyline goes. But yeah, I suggest checking it out. It's a fun looking new character that I'm kind of interested in where it's going to go. 
see how deep it gets, see what these other entities do to them and stuff like that. Now we're going to get into a little bit of Vampirella. We got Vampirella, the Scarlet Legion, number one. I bought it because I had a clue, a cool white and red blood cover up for that cover. And this is issue one. When an ancient prophecy of doom is uncovered and a new push to resurrect the foulest demons from the pit is revealed, it's clear Amparella won't be able to take them on alone. Enter the Scarlet Legion, assembled to keep the dark things at bay and protect this world from the evils which lie beyond. The only question is, will they see Vampirella as a friend or a foe? And there's a little note that this series is set before the events of the ongoing Vampirella series. So this was done. First printing was 2011. So this could actually be a couple of Vampirella series back <laughs> as much as they restart these series. But basically, yeah, Vampirella starts out, she's a stripper that feeds on her clients when she takes them into the back room to do a private dance or whatever. Pendragon and the Sisters of the Mercy are trying to stop her from being part of a prophecy they must they must stop the key, and she is the key. But this Vampirella at the strip joint, she doesn't look like the right Vampirella. So I don't know if there's different ones or what's going on with this yet. The sisters are forming a new Scarlet Legion to go after Vampirella. After all, Vampy is so evil, she is off saving some dumb kids from a coven of chaos worshippers, so they must hunt her down first and take her out instead of Worrying about the threats at hand that Vampirella is helping take out and deal with her later on if you have to, but and she is doing all the footwork and taking care of most of the characters while the Scarlet Legion just focuses more on her than they focus on anything else, like usual. Vampirella is always hunted down and taken taken as the evil demon that she isn't. Um, yeah, she can turn evil and stuff. She's out to take out all the bad people as far as she's concerned. So there's no reason they should hunt her down. But, of course, they they usually do. And then there's Vampirella, Volume 5. Well... <laughs> It says volume eight, and this is one of those things I hate. I just still don't understand how they figure out all these things. But it says volume eight, number nine on the sticker on the packaging that it was sent to me from. But inside cover says volume eight, number nine, or volume five, number nine. So I don't know why there would be a different rating system or different numbering system other than what's inside the cover. I 
wanted to join up. I think it's Comixology or whatever the company that we're you can catalog all your comics in and just by scanning them or whatever. Yeah, I wanted to see what kind of numbers they come up with compared to the cover numbers, see if they're also different. Assuming they are, I don't see why Midtown Comics would screw up with being one of the top companies out there, suppliers. Anyway, I bought this one because of the Virgin cover. It just got sitting in her chair in her beat-up house, kicking back, drinking a what looks to be a bottle of red wine. Could be Vampirella with blood in the bottle. Who knows? Um, but I just like the way the cover looks. So I got it. And basically, Seduction of the Innocent, book seven, is what this is considered. Uh, so much happening and jumping around, but lots of good storylines happening. It's number nine, so I'm not caught up to all the stuff that happened before this. Uh, Vampy, it deals with her and her abusive foster homes. Uh, planes with death aboard. She's flying and there's death aboard the planes. There's murderous nuns. Uh, the Sacred Six members. There's a kid with a talking rat, a witch, and a lot, lot about to happen. Thousands of feet high in a plane full of people trapped with unknown entities. So basically, what is with all these motherfucking demons on this motherfucking plane? <laughs> But yeah, it's like I like I I enjoy reading the Vampirella comics, but it was it's never good to jump on in the middle of something that's happening. So I'm gonna have to get more to get a deeper story about this and what's going on, but I suggest if you like vampires, definitely look into any of the Vampirella runs. Enjoyed most of them. Some are, it's just, some are done and it's just a little cheesier than other ones, so you got to watch for those, but I usually talk about most of them. At least I'll get a couple from each run and talk about them that way, but, but yeah, that's it for the comics today, I think. We'll leave it at that, and we'll get back with some MS stuff next. Okay, let's get into some multiple sclerosis stuff. Let's talk about some more preparing of your home for mobility aids. Your new mobility aid will work best in a home that's been modified to help you and your device move more safely and easily throughout. Equipment and installations required because of a disability can be tax deductible within IRS rules and guidelines. Get a letter from your prescribing physician and keep a copy of your prescription on file. It's always good to keep anything you can from your physician, any type of 
messages, notes, uh, diagnosis, stuff like that, just so you can have it if you need it for any type of lawyer thing or something in the future, uh, IRS-wise or whatever. There are a lot of things that you can can write off with mobility issues. Uh, a builder who knows about accessibility guidelines and has experience in this area can best advise you regarding the types of structural changes your home will need, such as widening doorways or hallways to accommodate wheelchairs. Like I'm, our dryer took a shit this week, so I gotta try and get some doorways cleared and moved out and make a path to get that thing out of there and get a new one put in. So I'm finding that it's a pain in the ass with all our doorways. It's like, they're just coming from the garage into the living room. You got three different doorways you can go through. And it's just way too much. Back in the day, they didn't think about mobility and getting around. They always built houses like the, split levels with the little stair you walk right in the door and then one staircase goes up one staircase goes down it's one of the houses us movers hated the most (laughs) it was not designed for moving at all you need easy access entryways into each floor instead of having to shimmy pivot lift stuff up over rails around you have to cushion all the rails so we didn't damage stuff. It was a major pain in the ass. It's amazing how many of those homes were built. And then the subdivisions stuff, they'll build these houses where everyone's basically designed the same. And once you move a person in or out of one of them and you realize how much of a pain in the ass it is, you know you're going to get lots of calls for the rest of them soon down the road. So you're not looking forward to that. So I really wish architectures would take some thought into consideration about moving stuff in and out of a house, not just making a house look as goofy as they can to get some type of architectural reward or whatever. (laughs) But improvements can make, you can make on your home yourself instead of just having others do them or like take care of your clutter by decluttering and getting organized is a good first task in improving mobility in your home. Dirty laundry piled on the floor, spills that aren't cleaned up, shoes scattered by the doorway, stacks of old magazines ready to topple. Butter is a hazard in any situation, but mobility aids add to the risk because the extra legs and wheels Meant to help steady you can get destabilized by the clutter or can't get through areas because there's too much clutter and they're too wide to fit through or whatever, stuff like that. It can be helpful to plan where to store your mobility aid when not in use. It's like I have three canes and two walkers throughout our house. Certain areas uh, can get to them easily. It's just got to be done. It can be helpful. Well, pets pets aren't clutter, but like clutter, pets can get underfoot and cause falls. Adding a bell on your pet's collar 
alerts you when your furry friend is nearby, but can also be annoying listening to that bell constantly going off. But some people like that. I feel bad for the animals that they got to listen to that all the time. All areas of the home where you'll be navigating should be well lit. Those using wheelchairs or scooters should adjust directional lights or under the cabinet lighting that could interfere with your new lower sight line. Uh, lighting's a huge thing. It's nice to have, be able to hit a light and it, it lights up the area enough that you can actually do whatever and see everything and read or comfortably. And, but that's another thing back in the day they didn't really take into consideration when designing homes. Their outlets were far and few between in weird spots and stuff like that. Today you see it a lot more laid out for mobility and stuff like that and you actually have higher outlets and hidden in areas where you can use them and stuff like that but all areas of the home where you'll be navigating should be well lit like i just said those using wheelchairs or scooters should adjust directional lights or under the counter cabinets that could interfere with your new lower sight line in critical areas, add supplemental lighting, night lights by the bed, and in the bathroom can assist in getting you to the bathroom safely in the middle of the night. Consider installing LED ground track lighting along hallways and outdoor pathways. Uh, it is nice nowadays. They do have uh, different types of lighting that you can put like right in the toilet and stuff like that so you don't even have to use the bathroom light and that way you got a nice lit up area at night to get to uh, make sure you got light switches at each end of the hallway the rocker variety is a popular choice so you can just like bump it with your hand instead of having to having to grab hold of it or anything like that uh, they also have the clap lights and all that stuff uh, decide if their height levels need adjusting install motion sensing lights which come on automatically when triggered they have nice decent solar lights now <coughs> excuse me solar motion sensitive lights that actually get a good amount of time out of the batteries so you don't have to worry about it once they get their initial uh charge in they'll hold up pretty good don't have them breaking down like they used to you'd buy them you'd get a few weeks use out of them and then they'd be crap again but uh wood laminate and tile flooring provide easy glide surfaces for wheels I personally prefer carpeting because the wood is more slippery with me with socks and stuff like that. And definitely with carpets and stuff, you want carpets that grab the hardwood floors if you put any on there. And carpets are bad anyways because they'll trip you up if you have any foot drop issues or stuff like that. Make sure all floorboards are even and secure for steps or areas 
Where there is an abrupt change in level, brightly colored or reflective tape can be added for a reminder to proceed with caution. If you want to use carpet, avoid plush and textured carpets. It can be difficult to move a wheelchair through and can trip up the legs of a walker or cane. That's probably yeah, carpets are rough with any mobility devices. Uh, same as once you try and go off the concrete outside and stuff and get into grass. It's like they have gotten way better mobility devices that can handle more of an off-road style structure and get you through crappier terrain. Carpet pads tend to increase resistance. If possible, don't use them. To satisfy both mobility and a feeling of warmth, go for low pile carpeting. Typically quarter inch thick. Don't go with the shade carpets. Build 71s. We got one living room here with shade carpet. That old long carpet you have to rake with a plastic rake <laughs> to perk it up. Yeah, those are definitely not good to have in the home. To satisfy both mobility and a feeling of warmth, go for, oh, oops, I keep re rereading stuff here. <laughs> go for low pile of carpeting. Uh, commercial grade carpet tends to be not only more stain resistant, it's also more durable against the wear and tear of wheelchairs and walker. Ditch the throw rugs if possible. Uh, yeah, it's certain carpets can wear through pretty easily, uh, but some of these new ones, they're pretty tough. They got different types of coatings and stuff, so you don't have to worry about them wearing down as easily. When it comes to furniture, space your furniture so that you have adequate room to move around. Keep electrical cords and wires tucked behind furniture or mounted along baseboards to keep them free of your path. If your bed frame, coffee, or end tables, or any other furniture in your home have sharp corners, consider padding them to avoid a painful run-in. It's very common to catch that damn corner of those tables. With your leg or hip or whatever. But you also got to take into consideration if you slip and fall, what are you going to hit? Especially with your head when you come come falling backwards or falling down. And you don't want to have a bunch of sharp edges that you're going to nail. And you don't want to have... I personally think granite countertops and stuff like that are a high danger. Because it's basically a rock that you're hitting with your head if you hit them. But they look nice. So everybody started putting them in. But take that all into consideration. If you are lucky enough that you get to build your home or fix it up. Be sure that any bed skirts, comforters, or furniture slip covers don't hang too far to the floor in a way that they could trip you. Add risers to dining chairs, tables, or other favorite chairs to make getting in and out of them easier. Or just find yourself some furniture that you can be happy with for the rest of your life or for a long time. A lift recliner will 
with the press of a button automatically put you in a convenient position to get moving with your mobility aid. They do have spring assisted knee braces out there now. I, I've been wanting to order a set. I haven't got a set yet to try out, but you can use those. Uh, they have the lift chairs now, the recliners that will lift you up to a standing position so you don't have to use all your strength and deal with all the pain of physically doing it yourself. Uh, it's, I know if you don't have MS and stuff, a lot of people are like, what? <laughs> you laughing about this or not understanding why people can't just do normal movements and stuff, but it's, <clears throat> I'm going through a lot of it right now because of the stupid, I still have yet to get any word on my medication and pretty much gave up on it. I'm just at this point where I'm too tired to sit on the phone and even sit and wait <laughs> for someone to answer someone to, put me through to another person I'm sick and tired of calling off and getting transferred to another person, another person, another person, not a single one of them knows what the hell's going on nor do they really give a shit because they say they're going to get back to you and you never hear from them and it's been months and it's just yeah I just pretty much gave up and all that but I do know I have to this week somehow try and Find some neurologist that I can talk to and see what the hell my options are. I don't know. But when your body, every cell in your body, every hair, every movement you make, and you just move your eyebrow, it hurts. It, moves, it, moves, it hurts to talk. It hurts to do anything. I mean, just every single atom or cell and everything in your body just hurts and when you feel like that it's kind of hard to get around and do things and I know my goal today is to get it prepped at least so the dryer's all cleared and ready to go it's going to be an all day event for me with a lot of pain and I'm going to probably go through three at least three pain patches today to try and get through that. I just put a ton of pain ointment on my feet and legs. Hoping that helps a little bit for at least an hour or so and make the pain a little less. You'll never get rid of it. Uh, at least for me, I, I've tried so many different things and that pain just is not going away. You can't take a couple aspirin and stuff like that and be fine it's, or a couple pain relievers that just doesn't doesn't even barely begin to scratch the pain surface that's handfuls of stuff and it's just not going to do anything so it's just my body's just fighting itself and it's just not going to not going to change until I get on some new regimen or some new 
new thing going on, which speaking of, I did mention I am planning an upcoming event here of system flush and all that. I still haven't, I still got to do a bunch, do some shopping. I want to be prepared so I don't have to worry about shit for that month. Have everything here. I don't want to sit there and not have something, but I'm waiting to find out about a couple other things with my doctor before I start everything up. I do have an appointment this this week with my colonoscopy doctor. It's something with the gastrointestinal. I don't know why I'm seeing her, but my PCP feels I need to, so get that over and I'll worry about it. But more things you can prepare for and ahead of time is well actually we'll get into those later in the week because we are coming up on the end of this podcast anyways so i will let that go let's end it with some something a little little more enjoyable we'll end it with some old weird news basically a pair of robbers Enemy stuff through Facebook. Air robbers went into a shop, nervously waving their guns. The first one shouted, nobody move. When his buddy moved, the first one shot him. <laughs> a guy said he was... He, okay, a guy said he was sound asleep during the time he stabbed his wife 44 times and during the time his neighbors watched him hold his wife's head underwater in the backyard swimming pool. They, nobody stopped this. They just see this going on. They didn't call the cops nothing. But I said he was sound asleep. So he was sleep, sleep stabbing? What's, what's up with that? I don't know. The same guy had supposedly driven 14 miles to his mother-in-law's house while asleep and beat her with a tire iron put on gloves, killed her, bandaged a cut, and disposed of his bloody gloves. <laughs> Imagine what he does when he's awake. All right, that's it for today. We'll get back to you again tomorrow with who knows. Who knows what Wednesday will bring you, unless we don't have one. But we'll at least try to be back by Thursday. We'll see what happens. Be good to yourself. Be good to everybody else. Get shit out of monster. Check out Crimson Cull Comic Club. Check out Under the Cull of MS. Check out Under the Cull. Tons of great episodes. Some audio, some video. So, back to you again soon.